Blog Talk Radio. Are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you're 
you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Got the south side right behind me, homie. And for me, that's plenty. Now the bypass the drugs and the haters and the handy play the politics right and ever so gently. Reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is me. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was talking that cheese like it's new gear. It's a revolution, so every moment crucial. I can never break, you will never see me do so. Resolution, I will always be on top like resolution. Got the life cause I'ma shine bright. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Feel the music, baby, it's a resolution. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades got me dazing off and out of space. Working out my next chest move. A hole in the game to break through. In the meantime, I just grind and play dudes. Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shine shoes. Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise. The face and egos are much better than you. My flow is clever, fine, so I can never lose. And you know it won't stop till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view, and a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl or two saying, Man, we take your shoes, clever, welcome to the top. Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play me Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home This DJ Food, Canon Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit clever, hit clever, clever. Shout out to my niggas,
family. I want to say peace to all my brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Soel. And I appreciate you being here with us. We got a great episode for you tonight. And, you know, we're going to get started. We're going to get it going. Sorry, I'm just trying to get everything together real quick. We got special guest, uh, Ron L, credit expert. He's going to be joining us this evening. Touch on the fundamentals How to turn your credit score Into cash Once again, credit experts Ron L Will be in the building I trust all y'all can hear me Welcome to the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to apply correct information correctly. Real. I want to start out by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors. But without them, Definitely would not be here. I want to say peace and pick up to Big Brother Yusuf L. I produce the radio network.com for an air. Without that, brother, I definitely would not be on high frequency. Probably would not be doing shows, at least not in the capacity I am at this moment. So, you know, Big Brother Yusuf, salute, shout out, always. Gotta respect, you know, those that came before us and those that have put in the work. And that's definitely our brother. You know, Bell. So moving forward, welcome to the foundation.com. Obviously, if you haven't yet, go there, sign up for the email list. Email list is really filling up. Matter of fact, you gotta start getting on that. I will, trust me, I will. I'm working all the kinks out. Trying to bring y'all some uh, some high caliber, high quality guests. Next, you know, so it's a couple of weeks, a couple of months here on the Foundation on High Radio Network. So make sure you check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. You know, at the very least, sign up for the email list. You can book a consultation from the website. You can make a donation from the website. You can study on the PDF section from the website. You can find some past episodes of the Foundation. YouTube video from the website. You can find the Instagram. You can find the Twitter page. You know, you can definitely find all of the social media platforms. You know, that the foundation is a part of, all from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. Be sure to check that out. I want to move forward and say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners. Man, this must be a heavy topic, huh? I see y'all all in the. <laughs> Look at the switchboard. Appreciate all the live listeners, all the callers, you know, all the live listeners on the on the internet. I want to say appreciate all the 
archive listeners, you know, we get those numbers as well. All those individuals listening on the podcast app or, you know, sharing MP3s, definitely want to say peace. Thank you, appreciation. Recognize and salute. Moving forward, I want to say peace to all the trustees. Salute. And anyone who is investing and choosing to invest in their private education, I want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private, anyone who has sent an email, well wishes, or current events, peace to Sister Yvette, or anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation, you know, barter exchange, you know, bringing products, bringing info, whatever it is. And I want to say appreciation and peace to you. So I'm going to get moving. And I'm going to keep it moving because I want to bring the guests in as soon as possible. I know y'all ready for this topic, you know, how to turn credit into cash with credit expert Teron L. Teron's been on the show before. I don't know if it's been once, it's been twice. You know, this brother is very, very well versed in matters pertaining to credit. You know, and he's, he's shown and proved to me with substance actual facts and I've seen it with my own eyes that this brother knows what he's doing he doesn't play around he doesn't play games he's official he's professional and you know otherwise I wouldn't be bringing you know anyone to the audience that didn't fit this you know criteria so let's get to current events real quick and then let's get into the topic how to turn credit into cash with Teron Hill first thing I want to say is I want to talk about inflation so I'm going to read this article. But first I want to talk about a quote. When you can lie about money, you can lie about anything. So we can argue about the definition or definitions of inflation. Some economists spend a career trying to nail down the definition. But for clarity's sake, we'll use the definition of the Austrian school as an increase in the money supply. This is really the correct one, regardless of any bias or dogma, schooling, or the mainstream media. Although most everyone defines inflation as an increase in the price of goods and services, this is actually a result, not a cause. Most of us have been taught that inflation is all right as long as it doesn't get out of control. In the short term, it can be, um, it can benefit those able to manage cash flow in business or with real estate for which they can serve as loan, interest, and taxes. But over time, it's a safe bet that a period of rising prices will be detrimental to most of the population. Distortions in the economy increase to the point where it becomes almost impossible to determine the real price of anything. How much demand is attributable a desire for consumption rather than a hedge against higher prices? The truth of the matter is that inflation at any level is basically stealing. Things like an expanding money supply, increased velocity, or rising prices due to demand-supply imbalance add additional confusion. Last year, well before the current destructive inflationary moonshot in Venezuela caused literally hundreds of thousands of impoverished residents to flee into neighboring Brazil and Colombia, it was rumored that an ounce of silver could buy several months' supply of food and an ounce of gold, an entire home. Imagine the purchasing power now. At some point, as consumers fear, their cash will soon become worthless. Any item of perceived value is bought to get rid of fiat. 
currency that loses value daily. Money is literally brought into usable existence through planning and just plain work. Currency created out of thin air at a central bank's whim is not. For a number of years, um, I've journeyed to Mexico, Argentina, Bolivia, and Peru to research and write about reports um, regarding resource sector companies for a flagship newsletter that I'm a part of. This isn't me, man. I'm reading an article, so this is in my words. One of the things we noticed is that so many houses have rusted rebar pointing skyward. One answer we've heard is that unfinished houses are not socked with completion taxes, but are not hit with taxes. A more compelling explanation surfaced last spring during a visit to the Dinacor gold mine. A producer that, with the full support of the Peruvian government, buys and refines gold ore at a fair exchange price from certified small miners. Many had formerly been artisans, mining and polluting on the side to show how pervasive the problem has begun. It's estimated that Peru alone has 400,000 informers that are mining at a great cost to the country's ecosystem. Towns through which we passed on four-hour drive down the Pan-American Highway to Donacor's operations boarded a literal forest of rusted rooftop rebar because inflation often leading to the destruction of and issuance of a new currency has been a historic norm. Citizens at all financial levels plow whatever disposable income they get into housing. Here's the other side of the coin. Looking from the vantage point of the coin's edge, that Rich Dad um, writer Robert Kiyosaki recommends, when you look at Richard Nixon and when he took the U.S. off the last vestige of the gold standard in 1971, the historic role gold and silver had successfully played for thousands of years, limiting the debt which a government could accumulate in relation to its assets was severed. Today, the fiat printing press, now as much digital as actual, runs nonstop around the globe. Around the globe. All of us are negatively impacted by a policy actually stated by the Federal Reserve of creating inflation in order to stimulate the economy. What happens is that government is able to run up unlimited debt, then pay for it later with depreciated dollars. Not to mention that under various measuring schemes, the true rate of inflation is invariably underreported. It continually distorts the, the things we buy, as well as retirement accounts and Social Security. Under present policies, your future payer payouts are guaranteed to purchase less than they do now. Ronald Reagan knew where off when he wrote, Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. It mugs your investment returns, frightens you into making unwise purchases, robs you via government and municipal taxation of illusory gains, and over many years, stealthily takes down your real wealth with the metaphorical finesse of what they refer to South of the border as Sicario or Hitman. Inflation is the government's best friend, enabling debt repayment with constantly devaluing currency. It taxes you on phantom profits, portion due to inflation rather than real gain. So you're not really making a profit. It's just the currency is being devalued. So what these so-called assets that you're holding are being valued in is 
getting lower. So it actually looks like it's worth more, but it's actually not. And it distorts the price of goods and services and debasing people's ability to make sound decisions. Eventually, it tears apart the social fabric, as witnessed today in the human tragedy that Venezuela, home to the world's largest oil reserves, has become. You may think Reagan was just politicizing the issue. Maybe you believe that referring to inflation as a hitman is too extreme. If so, consider what Thomas Jefferson had to say. Quote, the central bank is an institution of the most deadly hostility existing against the principles and form of our Constitution. I am an enemy to all banks discounting bills or notes for anything but coin. If the American people allow private banks to control the issuance of their currency first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks and corporations that grow up around them will deprive the people of their property until their children will wake up homeless on the continent their fathers created. In addition, in 2011, Addison Wigan wrote, the most reliable government guarantee of all is the guarantee that a government will attempt to abrogate its responsibilities and default on its promises. The most effective and devious way in which they will and are doing this is via inflation. And you can take this idea to the bank, while at the same time the government is siphoning the value of your money away. The big numbers in today's financial markets have lulled most people into thinking that precious metals have had their day and that a reset based, up, uh, based upon value determined by the blockchain is the next big thing. While anything is possible, it may be useful to contemplate the name of the late Rupert Murdoch, I'm sorry, Michael Rupert's view that as long as you don't change the way <clears throat> money is created, you don't change the problem. To me, that's powerful. No, I don't know. I don't know if you if you you know if you catch that or not. Hopefully, you caught that. You know what I'm saying. But I'm gonna move on to the next current event so we can get on with the show topic. All right. So China is cutting the tariffs it charges on imported cars, giving a potential boost to foreign automakers in the world's largest market. This is CNN Money. The Chinese finance ministry said yesterday that it will cut import duties on passenger vehicles from 25% to 15% starting July 1st. The announcement, which fulfills an earlier pledge by Chinese President President, uh, Xi Jinping, comes just days after China and the United States agreed to a ceasefire in their recent trade hostilities. So... That's pretty much it. That's what I'm going to read that. If y'all want to check that out, that's on CNN Money. The headline is China slashes tariffs on imported cars. Now, mad articles, probably like eight more. I'm going to go through these quick. Okay. So next we got, what is this? This is the Boston Globe. And it says gas and mortgages are getting expensive again. Welcome to a normal economy. Boston Globe. Excuse me, here we go. Slowly but surely, the U.S. the U.S. economy seems to be finding its way back to an old, forgotten normal, with gas prices approaching $3 a gallon and mortgage rates climbing toward 5%. Depending on your place on the economic landscape, it's either a long overdue return to economic sanity or an unnecessary risk 
to a steady recovery. Goes on to say, let's start with the rise in gasoline prices because that's the flukiest part in all this. The bit that America's economic stewards might undo if it weren't for the result of broader, broader geopolitical forces like the political crisis in Venezuela and Saudi Arabia's desire to boost the value of its state oil company before offering shares to investors. Even here, there are winners and losers. Higher oil and gas prices are doubtless bad news for drivers idling in traffic or preparing for a long summer trip, particularly lower-income consumers who are expected to lose at the pump even while getting some help from the recently passed Republican tax cuts. Yet thanks to the fracking revolution, the United States is now one of the biggest producers of oil. Which means rising gasoline prices are a potential boon for thousands of workers who lost their jobs when the oil markets collapsed in 2015. Not to mention the urgent environmental argument, namely that higher oil prices give families and businesses a new incentive to switch to more fuel-efficient cars and cleaner energy facilities. Do I hear that? Selling you, they use price sensitivities to move all types of these markets. All right, so moving forward, I don't want to digress. I got to keep it moving. Whether these gains outweigh the extra hit to families' budgets is largely besides the point, since there's not much we can do about it anyway. In this case, U.S. consumers are forced to follow an unplanned detour back to the old normal high gas prices. That's where I'm going to stop right there. If y'all want to check that out, that's the Boston Globe. Gas, uh, gas and mortgages are getting expensive again. Welcome to the normal economy. All right, next one. Uh, I got breaking, breaking news. The United States launches an investigation in the automo- automobile imports, imports on a national security basis. Well, I mean, as it. As this stuff winds up, you're going to see more and more of this stuff. You can check that out. That's on CNBC. Also on CNBC, weekly mortgage refinances drop to an 18-year low as rates jump. A sharp rise in interest rates last week meant far fewer homeowners could benefit from a mortgage refinance. That was the primary driver behind a 2.6% drop in total mortgage application volume last week, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association seasonally adjusted report. Volume was 10.5% lower than a year ago. Refinance volume has been falling for the past month as rates rise, dipping another 4% last week to the lowest level since December 2000. Refinances are 27% lower than a year ago and now make just under 36% of the mortgage application volume. Most borrowers who are able to qualify refinance during the last five years as rates stalled near record lows. So if you're looking to refinance, you're looking to purchase a home anytime soon, any of these things, you might want to throw some pepper in your step because rates are raising, which is an inhibitor, especially for, you know, those of us in the lower income bracket with regards to purchasing a property. So you want to check that out, cnbc.com and move forward. I got a couple more. CNBC, again, student loan interest rates take a leap. What borrowers should do? The government sets annual interest rates on student loans once per year. This year's uptick was greater than expected. The cost of federal student loans will soon be pricier. The government sets annual 
interest rates on student loans once a year. The percentage is based on a 10-year Treasury note, which has been on the rise, including recently hitting 3%. The bump was higher than expected this year, said Mark Kantrowitz, a student loan expert. How investors feel about the economy has an impact on what the rates are, and there's a lot of chaos going on. Uh, Carwood said, pointing to talk of tariffs and President Donald Trump's announcement that the U.S. is pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal. Oh, if y'all want to check that out, hold on. Let me go down. Let me read some more. Bottom borrowers can use uh, Carowitz's car calculator on his website. I mean, I'm not going to advertise his website. All federal education loans issued after July 1st, 2018 will be subject to the new rates. So if you have loans already, it appears as though you're unaffected. That's what I wanted to say. Moving on, CNN Money, 40% of Americans can't cover a $400 emergency expense. This is terrible. This is horrible, and I know it's true. Four in 10 Americans can't, according to a new report from their Federal Reserve Board, afford a $400 unexpected emergency expense. Those who don't have the cash on hand, they'd have to cover it by borrowing or selling something. The bright side... (laughs) Okay, there's a bright side. That's an improvement from half of adults being able to, unable to cover such an expense in 2013. The number has been ticking down each year since. Overall, the financial situation of American households has improved during the past five years, according to the Economic Well-Being of U.S. Households Report. It shows that in 2017, 74% of adults reported feeling at least okay financially, an increase of 10 percentage points from the first, save, first survey Years earlier, I wonder why they serve in. We're gonna separate and see when. Once you feel comfortable, that's when they hit you again. I don't know. Business Insider, J.C. Penney, CEO, just signaled the end of retail as we know it. So J.C. Penney stock price fell as much as eight percent on Tuesday morning, following news that CEO Marvin Ellison would leave the company to lead the home improvement retailer Lowe's. Ellison became CEO. CEO of JCPenney in 2015 after a 12-year stint at Home Depot. He was tasked with bringing the department store back from the brink of financial disaster. Analysts say his departure could signal a lack of confidence in JCPenney and and in department stores in general as he jumped shit to a more Amazon-proof business. Y'all can check that out. That's on businessinsider.com. JCPenney CEO just signaled the end of retail as we know it, I've been talking about retail and the retail apocalypse for years. Um, and it's been happening slowly but surely. I like to, you know, liken it to, a, you know, a giant iceberg. You know, the top part of it cracked and it's fallen off, but it's so big. It looks like it's going real slow, but it's not going slow. It's just really big. And I feel like that's what's going on with, you know, retail and a lot of different things in, you know, the United States economy that people aren't really noticing. It's happening so slow, but it's so big, it just looks slow. It's really just happening fast. I'm going to say, <laughs> yo, I got, hey, man, if any of y'all paying attention, any of y'all studying, I got a jewel for you. Uh, but I got two two more articles, and I'll get to that. House votes to ease bank rules regarding the Dodd-Frank Act. So the House voted yesterday to pass the biggest rollback of financial regulation since the global financial crisis. The margin was 2,258 to 159, with 33 Democrats supporting the legislation. The bill will now go to the president's desk, who said Wednesday morning that he would sign the bill soon. The Senate already passed the legislation with bipartisan support. 
bipartisan support. And I'm tripping all over my tongue and lips, all over my tongue and lips. The bill makes good on Republican promises to cut red tape that say hurts businesses, but does not go nearly as some GOP lawmakers had hoped. It also appears some Democrats who argue financial rules passed following a financial meltdown unnecessarily hamstrung small and mid-sized lenders. The measures eases restrictions on all, all but the largest banks. It raises the threshold to $250 billion, $50 billion, under which banks are deemed too important to the financial system to fail. Those institutions also will not have to undergo stress tests or submit so-called living wills, both safety valves designed to plan for financial disaster. It eases mortgage loan data reporting requirements for overwhelming um, majority of banks. It would add some safeguards for student loan borrowers and also require credit reporting companies to provide free credit monitoring services. So, I mean, I don't know. Is that bad? Free credit reporting? I mean, monitoring services? I don't know. You tell me. Let's jump into some tech. Comcast bug made it shockingly easy to steal customers' Wi-Fi passwords. A security hole in Comcast service activation website allowed anyone to obtain a customer's Wi-Fi network name and password by entering the customer's account number and a partial street address. The problem would have let attackers rename the Wi-Fi network names and passwords, temporarily locking users out of their networks. Obviously, an attacker could also use a Wi-Fi network name and password to log into an unsuspecting Comcast customer's home network. So basically, if you if you got Comcast or Xfinity or whatever they call themselves these days, and you don't have your own modem and router, they make you rent their modem and router. It's usually like a two-piece deal that usually the modem is Included in the router, so basically it's one piece, but you know, it's one piece of equipment that is a modem and a router. So the modem takes the signal from the coaxial cable into your house and makes it usable for your computers, and your wireless router puts that um, connection into the air instead of like going from the modem and plugging straight into your laptop or something. So basically, what I just read was all bad. I mean, if you're paying your bills online, if you're using credit cards online and they have access to your to your network, that's all bad. And another thing is Comcast charges you a fee every month for that modem and router. And it's usually around seven, eight, sometimes nine dollars. I don't know, I haven't been paying for that stuff in a long time, but it's a lot. And ultimately it ends up after a year of paying that fee, you could have bought your own modem and router. So if you're paying two years, three years, that little $7, $8, $9 fee for that modem, not only are you less secure because, you know, you have Comcast equipment, you also are paying for modems and routers pretty much every year that you could be using yourself. That being said, oh, and last but not least, do you know if you have a Comcast internet connection, you have their modem and their router that they offer part of your network that you pay for to people who are in your neighborhood? It's called Xfinity Wi-Fi. That's another reason why get your own modem and get your own wireless router. Just pay them for the service. Moving on. Amazon pushes facial recognition to police. Critics see surveillance risks. Um, I don't know about y'all, but, you know, Amazon just bought Whole Foods. So if you shop at Whole Foods, you know anybody do? They got cameras in there. I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, think about it. 
In late 2016, Amazon introduced a new online service that could help identify faces and other objects in images, offering it to anyone at a low cost through its giant cloud computing division, Amazon Web Services. Not long after, it began pitching the technology to law enforcement agencies, saying the program could aid aid criminal investigations by recognizing suspects in photos and videos. It used a couple of early customers, like the Orlando Police Department in Florida and the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Oregon, to encourage other officials to sign up. But now, that aggressive push is putting the giant tech company at the center of an increasingly heated debate around the role of facial recognition in law enforcement. Fans of the technology see a powerful new tool for catching criminals, but detractors see an instrument of mass surveillance. Y'all can check that out. That's on the New York Times. Amazon pushes for facial recognition. Last but not least, and then we're going to get to the topic. I just kind of just smashed through these. I'm sorry if I was talking real fast and you didn't catch it. That's not my fault. No, I'm just playing. Yo, this is on peakprosperity.com. This is crazy, man. The headline is, the Treasury Direct now pays 30 times more than your bank savings account. (laughs) Come on, man. Six months ago, I alerted readers to the very attractive benefits that the Treasury Direct program offers to investors who are defensively sitting on cash right now. Since then, those have improved substantially. Back in November, by holding extremely conservative short-term, i.e. six months or less Treasury bills, Treasury direct participants were receiving more than 16, over 16 times more in interest payments versus keeping their cash in a standard bank savings account. Today, they're now receiving over 30 times more without having to worry about the risk of a bank bail-in or failure. So if you're holding cash right now and not participating in the Treasury Direct program, do yourself a favor and read on. If you're going to pass on this opportunity, at least make it an eyes-wide-open decision. (laughs) Treasury Direct, for those not already, already familiar with it, Treasury Direct is a service offered by the United States Department of Treasury that allows individual investors to purchase Treasury securities such as T-bills, notes, and bonds directly from the United States government. You purchase these Treasury securities by linking a Treasury Direct account to your personal bank account, (coughs) trust account. Once linked, you use your cash savings to purchase T-bills, et cetera, from the United States Treasury. When the Treasury securities you purchase mature or are sold, the proceeds are deposited back into your bank account. (laughs) Uh, That's all I'm going to read, man. Yo, that's uh, it's called peakprosperity.com. It's called Treasury Direct. Now pays 30 times more than your bank savings account. I read that and that blew my mind. I absolutely blew my mind. I mean, this is, I mean, I guess it is, you know, the Treasury's public, but I mean, my goodness. My goodness. And that's it for current events, y'all. Appreciate you hanging out. All right, all right. So let's get started. Let's get into the topic once again. Welcome to the foundation. I appreciate that y'all were able to check out the show. The topic of the show is how to turn your credit into cash. Credit expert Teron L. Like I said earlier in the show, you know, I've seen uh, Brother Teron in action. He's been able to substantiate things that he's able to do with credit from, from funding to restoration to enhancement I mean this this man is cold and he's a businessman and he's a noble 
So, you know, with that being said, let me make sure. Let me see. Brother Toronto, you with us? Brother I'm here. Toronto. I'm here, brother. Can you hear me? Hey, peace, family. Yeah, how you doing? Peace, family. I can't complain. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing well. I mean, I'm very, very, very uh, pleased that you can make it to the show. Um, I know it was kind of short notice, but you know, I appreciate you, you know, making the time to jump on and, you know, put some information out to the family, man. So thanks for being here, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. You know, anything for the family. Anything Absolutely. for the family. I'm going to go ahead and jump right in. Go ahead, man. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I remember last time we talked about this. We were coming from a, an aspect of what credit is and what it's doing to us and how not understanding it is, you know, detrimental to us in a in a commercial uh I wouldn't call it a, a, a compound, but you know, every, you know, everything is commercial. So I don't want to come from the, uh, how shall I say this? Uh, the victim standpoint, I don't want to play the, the, the victim side and this is what they're doing to us. And this is not, 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 not. you know, there, there are a lot of common misconceptions about credit and money in general, and what it is and, and what it's intended to do or what you should be using it to do. You know, at least it, once you understand the game, it's all a game. You know, right. um, I, I don't want to talk about the conspiracies and the this and the that. Like, just, just you know, I, I'll go ahead and run through a, a brief history of credit. You know, we call them credit okay. bureaus as if, uh, as if they, they, they hold some sort of government pull. You know, they have some sort of legislation, some sort of uh, power over us. It's just, you know, just a right. scare tactic. It's like the Federal Reserve. There's nothing federal about that. Privately owned. Um, they, you know, they, these these companies, just like Equifax, for example, started as regular old business. Let me report, you know, the consumer behaviors how do you how do you shop way back you know 19 we're talking matter of fact 1800s 1898 to be exact they weren't incorporated yet but um they later incorporated themselves in 1913 you know in atlanta but they started in a grocery store in in tennessee just to compile a list you can see who was who was credit worthy and extended lines to people, you know, okay, Tom, you don't have it this week. We know you're good for it, but, you know, if, if Mark been writing bad checks, you know, nah, you got bad history with us. We can't do that. And it just spread from there. Um, right. Same with the Experian, you know. That was way back in, in London in the 1800s, early 1800s. Um, this a group of merchants. And just wanted to spread data on this customer buying habit. Same thing that's going on today. It's just a whole lot more complex now. You know, technology with the, with the technological advances, it's, it's a whole lot faster. You you go apply for something today, it doesn't take snail mail. You know, however long it took then to get to the where where the information was being posted and shared. Now it's within seconds, within minutes. Anybody around the world can know, okay, somebody just inquired about this. Somebody just inquired about that. 
you know, just just consumer buying behavior. So they all of them are data furnishers at the end of the day. They're privately owned company. You owe you don't owe them anything, you know, at the end of the day. Same thing with TransUnion. They they started as a railroad company, you know, union tank car company. It's leasing leasing equipment and found their way into gathering credit data on consumers just because that was a lucrative business at the time to sell this data. Let me furnish this data and and sell it off to all the other business owners. So, oh, well, you know, if you cheated uh, John down the road, uh, nine times out of ten, you're going to cheat me too. So we don't want to extend credit to you. And it's the same thing today. You know, like I said, as a noble, it's my duty to educate you and provide you with the unsweetened truth. Just you know, so you can make informed decisions and, and take more of a realist approach with regards to personal finance. You know, credit specifically. Um, as far as what these scores actually do, how they're com- you know compiled and the percentages. You know, late late payments take up this percentage, and uh. Uh, your credit mix will take up that percentage. That, I'll save that for another show because I, I really want to stay on topic and, and tackle the common misconceptions and how that can be turned around and used for good because most times you hear credit, oh, my credit is bad or, or blah, 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 you know, it's hindering you from doing something. So I just want to be able to turn that around so people can use it as a tool and realize, you know, take it for what it, take it, for what it is and use it, leverage it. Um, from from that aspect, you know, like I said, I, I'm not trying to play the you know play the victim card because we we done enough of that. It, it's nothing gonna come out of crying about it. Just fix it. Do something about it. You know where I'm from. If you don't like something, you do something about it. So that being said, everybody knows your credit score would dictate. At the end of the day, it would dictate where you live. You know, are you in a wealthy neighborhood? Are you, you know, closer to the low income side? Are you, you know, how not only where you live, but how much you pay to live where you live in interest, where you work, what you drive, how much you pay for that car or whatever, you know, in interest. Can you even get approved for this? You know, at this point, they're even taking, um, you know, they'll run your credit for, for insurance policies. Like, it's dictating so many aspects of our lives, and we don't understand it. And we need to overstand that because it's really hindering people. You know, don't, don't, it's nothing to be afraid of. So I, I kind of want to push forward with, with that in mind. Look at what is, look at what, you got a low 500 credit score. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be hard to find a job, especially if it's sub five. It's like having a felony, you know? Yeah. Think about it. They don't, okay. they don't, they don't want to rent to you. They, you don't want to get you a job. It's like, wow. And and, 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 and sometimes people, especially with the breach with uh, Equifax, you, you might just be a victim of something. Planned or not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into all that, but that can be fixed as well. But I say that for a whole nother episode. Uh, I really want to top uh, jump on like the, the different scoring models, you know, FICO versus Vantage score. 
understanding the difference between those two, you know. Uh, and stop me if you got any questions, man, because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just power and through because I get asked so many questions from so many different angles, but I kind of want to just narrow in on the specifics, you know. Yeah, go ahead. All right. You got FICO score and you got Vantage score. FICO being the one that lenders use, so, you know, um, TransUnion, Equifax, Experian, Innovis is one of the ones that's not really talked about like that, but they're out there. It, it, it's more than just those three credit bureaus, but for the for the sake of the conversation, we'll stick to the main three because I don't want to confuse nobody, right? Not, not this episode, please. Um, Vantage score is a whole other pricing model, you know, a, a scoring model. That's what Credit Karma uses. So that's why, you know, it, you may check a Credit Karma report and then go pull your actual FICO and it'd be 40, 50 points off. It's different scoring models that still get you a three-digit number, but you can't take that Vantage score report and go to an auto dealership and drive off the lot. It's not happening because that's not what lenders use when they're financing their paperwork, you know. And, and, and so now you have the collateral on false pretenses because that's not how they, they got to their number and, and their credit risk assessment. You follow me? Oh, yeah, I'm following you. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, That, you know, just, just, Wait, hold uh, on, just hold a on, little. Actually, hold on, hold on. Hold on, for the audience, for the audience. Okay, so you said the Vantage, so there's different types of scores. There's a FICO score and a Vantage score. Did you say another one? Um, There are multiple score models. I don't want to go in too, too much in detail because they wouldn't. Right now, FICO and Vantage score are are the primary two. And I remember FICO is what is used for, like, getting a a loan or getting a car loan or something, but – we got Credit Correct. Karma, and we're seeing scores on Credit Karma, and that's why we're seeing a discrepancy when we go try to get, you know, credit for the vehicle or something, and they're saying that the credit score is lower than we thought because Correct. Credit Karma is using Vantage, right? And these other credit reporting apps are using different score models, right? Correct. Absolutely correct. Yeah, so that makes sense. I just wanted to, you know, point that out, make sure that was clear, but go ahead. Because they're going to both give you three-digit numbers, but they use different formulas to come to that number. Right. You know, if you, you want to go with the one to... that, yeah, what can I get? So the, the phone uses a FICO, and you come in with an advantage score, it's going to be a different situation than you thought it was going to be, right? Exactly. We're going to have a whole other conversation, you know. And when it's time to get to the get to the money, get to the financing, and you're like, oh well, Credit Karma said I had a, you know, six ninety. You pull your FICO, you know, it's five sixty, five, you know, and it's different across the board. It's rarely does somebody have the same exact score all the way across the board, you know, because different creditors report to different agencies. Some of them may not want to pay for TransUnion, so they, you might just have some showing up on Equifax. And experience, or you know, another combination. Some of them report to all three. It just depends, and they're and they're billing dates at the same time. You know, if you pay something down and they pushing data to these bureaus at different times, well, you 
you might have had a five hundred dollar balance when Experian pushed theirs, but now you got a three hundred dollar balance. TransUnion pushed theirs, or you went and bought something. It's twelve hundred now when the last one pushes it. So you're gonna have discrepancies within. Okay, well these billing dates are different, and I have a higher debt utilization now because. I wasn't paying attention to my billing cycle. So all that plays a huge role, you know, in, in keeping a quote-unquote sexy credit profile, something the lenders want to see. That's what you want to appeal to, lenders. Because if they'll give you the money, then that correlates to, okay, they'll give me this car that I want, they'll give me this house that I want, they'll give me this whatever that I want that I need to finance using these scores. So it definitely plays a role in how you live your everyday life, you know. Or it can if you're not properly structured in the private as well. So, you know, they go hand in hand. But uh, oh, I got it. It's, it's, it's there to be leveraged, man. You know, nobody want to die with a – you'll be a fool to die with an 850 credit score. What would you do with it? You know, leverage yeah. it. Go I think you're also a fool – or, you know, living with a 500 credit score your whole life. That too. You that too. That too. You know, I like how you said that, you know, they're running your credit to, you know, getting certain, you know, apartments and complexes and houses. They're running your credit to, you know, give you insurance. They're running your credit to, you know, uh, see if you can get a job. If you got a low credit score, they may think that you can't pay your debts. You're more likely to steal from the job, so they ain't going to hire you. I mean, it's really serious, but it's also really ridiculous, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think this is very important, definitely. So let's talk more about, uh, you know, let it, leveraging the credit. If you, if you, you know, let's say, um, well, actually, can we go back a little bit? Can we talk about uh, good debt versus bad debt a little more? Definitely. Did we already hit that? Definitely. You know, that was, that was my name. I've, I've, I've heard Robert Kiyosaki, you know, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's heavy in real estate. You know, he's a big dude. When it comes to real estate, you know, I've seen him with Donald Trump. He wrote a book with Donald Trump before Donald Trump became the president of the United States and stuff. He's heavy in real estate. He was talking about, you know, there's good debt and then there's bad debt. thought that debt was bad all the way around. So can you give me some examples of what, you know, good debt is? That's that programming right there. They did a good job of it. Just keep you away from it. You know, don't use it. It might it might hinder your ability to do X Y Z, you know. But the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Um, good debt would be buying a property with the intent to rehab and sell, or rehab and rent. You know, buying equipment to lease out to someone for a profit. Anything that's going to transmit you more than what you spent on it and build a build a positive cash flow. Bad debt would be alright, I got a ten thousand dollar credit card, I'm gonna go run up even four. You know, anything over thirty percent, I'm gonna run up four grand on clothes or something. Like or 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 just frivolous expenses. Anything that's gonna rust right and depreciate, man. If it's a it's either it it's it's one of the two. It's either you're building or you're destroying, you know. You're putting your money into something that's going to bring back more, or you putting it into something that's it's just lost. You blew it. You know, a good example would be um, your education. If that education 
is going, you know, for a fact, or the odds are in your favor, okay, I can finance this education. I, I don't mean, I'm not knocking the four-year institutions, man, by any means, but in today's day, you know, these times you need to be, just, just grab the meat of what it is that you're trying to learn and, and get into the market and apply it as soon as possible once you have a, a grasp on it. So if if that, let's say it was fifteen twenty thousand that you spent in credit to obtain knowledge to be able to then go hit the market and recoup that and continue to recoup that, it's paying for itself time and time again. Time after time, it's paying for itself. Um, that that would be good debt. You took on some good debt. Bad debt would be. Again, anything, okay, I spent this money on this course. It wasn't, you know, validated. I, I, I have no no proven path. Like, okay, I'm going to just gamble with it. Okay, now that doesn't work, and you stuck with the debt. That's, you don't you don't want anything like that. You don't want, you don't want to go, because it's easy to, to jump into, and it's hard. To, it's, it's not hard, but it's a, it's, a, it's a hassle to try to clean up, and you have to know exactly what you're doing to do that, to make that happen. So, you know, good debt would be like maybe a mortgage on a multifamily home where, you know, it's generating income at least to pay for the mortgage. And then, you know, my family's living in one part and then, you know, renting out the other part. That would probably be considered good debt, correct? Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, or, if, you know, if I took out a loan, and I went, you know, maybe I took out, let's just say, $100,000, and I took the $100,000 and paid the franchising fee for Subway and opened up a Subway. You know, I put a, bought a business or something, or, you know, an income-producing asset is basically what I'm trying to get at. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I don't want to, um, like I said, I don't want to bash the education system, man, but I'm tired of seeing our people, like, just, just, I don't, you know, I can't say what I want to say, but just left in a real bad situation after taking so much debt to go to a four-year institute. Unless you're working on somebody's heart, somebody's brain, you need some type of public certification, man. Stay your ass out of that. Don't do that. You can't file bankruptcy to get those loans off. That's the only type of loan you can't file bankruptcy to get off. There, there are other methods, but really think about that, especially to the parents. You know, me being somebody who had grandparents and parents coercing them to go to a four-year institution to obtain, you know, these accolades, do do this, do that, you know, make us proud. I mean, nah. Because when you come out, the the debt still it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not the same. Uh, uh, twenty thousand doesn't get you the same thing you, it would get you when they were in school. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to discourage anybody from going. Just know that be be eighty to ninety percent. I would say ninety five percent certain that these four years of my life that I'm spending obtaining this knowledge is going to pay off exponentially and not going to be outdated by the time I get out and get into the job market if I'm in the public and there's no jobs for me because a robot came and took my job. Automation coming straight down the pipeline, barreling speed. And now you here you are 40 to 60 grand in debt. Can't 
get a job to pay that off and doing something that you are overqualified to be doing, you know. It, it, all of it plays a role, you know, because that now that's sitting on your credit report. They're going to look at that before they look at your resume. Like, oh, student loan, oh, see, defaulted on 60 grand. Um, yeah, we see you got a nice resume, but two defaulted on 60 grand. That's, the, that's what's going to stick out the most, and it's stuck with you till you die. Unless, you know, like I said, other methods, but just, just know what you're doing. That's, that's bad debt to me. And I, I haven't heard anybody else say it, but I've looked at, at this point, thousands of credit reports, and eighty percent of people—that's that's one of the things that's hindering them. So I just wanted to throw that bug in there, you know. Okay, okay. So let's talk more about you know maybe leveraging the credit. You know. Oh yeah, you can uh, turn that uh, into. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. Wait, I'm sorry. You, you can turn no, that man, into uh, into a, into a lot of profit. That's that's what it's for. People with money. They don't necessarily need credit. They leverage it, but it's really for, you know, I'm not going to say poor people. It's for people who don't have immediate access to cash, to cash flow. It's, it's, a, it's a starting point, you know. If you have a, a, a good enough payment history or a, a structured profile to where you have X number of, like, the magic number is usually three primary accounts, meaning I own these, I have these credit cards from these creditors or, or financial institutions. They're all been they've been paid on time, no late payment. I keep my debt utilization low. I don't I don't run up high balances and whatnot. Those can be leveraged and turned into cash immediately. Or or especially when you have unsecured loans, you know the difference between unsecured and secured. Uh, they're not collateralized, and you can spend them on anything you want to spend them on. So having a high, let's say you have a, most of them are around 10, 15, 20, 25, they, you know, in those ranges, you have a $20,000 card and another $10,000 card. That's thirty grand right there that you can invest into something. You know, easy, easy. Just leverage. You can you can do what you want with it. It's not attached to any. Well, you have to spend it with this creditor. You have to. It's unsecured. So, going after unsecured loans or unsecured credit is the best way to leverage that score. But at the same time, service that servicing that debt, aged accounts, good payment history, all that plays a role. A huge role and you be your ability to be able to have credit extended to you and then leveraging what was extended to you. Okay, so I wanna I wanna make it clear to everyone checking this out, right? You may you may email me, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com if you'd like to set up some sort of consultation with myself and brother Teron L. But I do want to say this. We don't want, we're not dealing with anyone if you don't have a plan of what you're going to do with the money, period. And I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. you got to have a pretty good credit score or be willing to work on it. But we're, we're talking about, you know, money that has to be serviced. 
the debt has to be serviced. So you got to be able to at least make the minimum payments on these funds that you have. Even though it's unsecured, it can still mess up your credit and put judgments on your credit, mess up uh, your profile, and now you're going to try to get a, some housing, an apartment, you're trying to get a job, and all of this stuff is on your credit. So you can end up in a worse situation than you are right now. Now, we are not attorneys. We're not any type of uh, tax attorneys, you know, uh, or credit, you know, professionals or anything like that, and your results may vary. But the bottom line is, is this stuff can get you into serious trouble if you are not mature. Having said that, admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. If you're interested, you want to get in contact with Brother Teron L., credit expert. But moving forward, family, let's talk about some of the benefits. Let's say I got, let's say I got a credit. A, a, a debtor or individual credit score, FICO score, let's say 780 points. That's my score. Mm-hmm. What are some of the benefits that I can, you know, utilize just off that score? Well, um, the score alone, I appreciate you mentioning that as well, man. Yeah, we, you know, if you fail to plan, and you plan to fail, so I appreciate you getting, you know, throwing that in there because we don't want to deal with the hocus pocus, play play. It's too much liability on this side. And so, please um, believe, if you email me, I can tell by the way you're, the words you're using in the email. I'm a very smart, I'm a very very smart man. I get on the phone with you. I can tell by the words you. I can tell how the the, the inflection in your voice if you're on BS or not. I'm really really very 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 good judge of character. So I mean, you won't have to be some sort of Leonardo DiCaprio type, you know, Denzel Washington actor to get, you know, through the, what I call filters. You know, as nobles, we are definitely filters. And there are some people who just can't, you cannot pass. You shall not pass. You don't have what it takes. And, you know, you, ooh, who are you to say if I have what it takes or not? I'm the one with the information. I'm the one barring you from moving forward on the path that you're attempting to move. And that's why you're talking to me. So I'm the one who's saying go get it somewhere else. We don't play with the, with the, you know, we're not playing games with this. These are people's lives we're talking about. And if you got children, this can affect your children. This can affect your marriage. This can affect your heirs. This can affect your life. And you'll never, I'm, I'm working hard to make sure that no one can say, so L told me something wrong and put me in a bad position. Teron L told me something wrong, put me in a bad position, took advantage of me, didn't tell me the truth. B.S. I ain't trying to hear all of that. Study yourself to show yourself approved. Don't do anything we say. Check it out. And if you don't have a plan, we are not dealing with you. I just want to put that out there. So yeah, go ahead, man. I got a 780 score. What's what, what's going on? I just hold on. Let me, let me paint the picture. I got a, I got a score of 780, but my boss just really really upset me two weeks ago, and I quit. So I don't have a job. I don't have any income, and I got a one pay stub that's within two weeks. But after that, that's it. And I'm I'm looking to get some funding. What can you What can you do for me? Thinking on my feet, I'm gonna say, okay, you need to go pull your credit report and see exactly how what how'd you get that 780? Was it your history? Was it your trade lines? Was it the age of them? You know. Either way, you can you can get approved for some good money with a 780. You should. There's no reason 
why you shouldn't be able to go get a hundred thousand dollars with a score like that in the okay, proper profile. Yeah, hundred thousand. Okay, let's get more realistic. <laughs> let's say I got a seven. I got a seven twenty or a seven oh. Let's mm-hmm. say I got a seven oh eight, and I don't work for like mm-hmm. the past six months to get that seven oh eight popping. What am I looking at right there? Same scenario. Okay. Again, based on depending on how old you are, it's a lot of factors. You know, how old are you? Give me that. In this uh, scenario, I'm 33. Huh? I'm 33. 33. I got one credit card that I've had for eight years. I got the balance mm-hmm. flow. That's a big part of me getting my credit score because I had high balances all the time. I'm, I had two credit cards, 30, 33, two credit cards, and I just kept high balances on them ever since I had. And I, and and I don't have nothing else. Maybe maybe I got a student loan payment, and it, it was in default, but I got I took care of that, and I got some good reporting. But, you know, I had high balances. I got two credit cards, and one's eight years old and one's three years old, and I just brought them under 30% utilization on both of them. And my student loans are up to date, and we're talking about three months. This has been about three months with this steadiness. Woo, me yes, uh, you, you're the underdog. You came back from something most people don't make it back from, and that's why the score is where it's at because of that good recent payment history. You know, oh, yeah, you I was working, 4180. Man. Yeah, I was working, mm-hmm. man. There was a couple months where I didn't pay the insurance on the car. Like, nah, I wasn't playing. I'm tired of it. I quit my job. I'm not going back to a job. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So this got to work. Okay. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my shirt. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got it at 7. It was just like 708, 720. I don't know. I got to check the FICO, but I'm not sure. But, you know, I'm sitting good. I've been working hard for three months, and I just quit on my boss. I told him to go you know, do something not necessarily legal, but definitely immoral with himself. Oh, okay. Walked out. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Um, I would say me, my personal, honestly, depending on what industry yeah. you were in, if it was something to do with equipment or however, you know, without breaching that, those terms that you signed to be a part of that job, man, I'm going to go, this is what I've been doing the last X amount of years. I know we got X amount of clients that were either satisfied with these results and not satisfied with those results. So I'm a, I'm trying to get some of that clientele. I'm trying to retain some of those clients. If it was leasing equipment, I'm gonna use that credit and go buy the same thing that they over here getting taxed for because I was inside the company. I know, we you know we marked it up sixty percent and, and offer that forty and build my account like that. That's me, you know, honestly. So but like with my with my like seven oh eight, I could probably how much do you think I could pull in funding though? I need the funding, right? So how much funding am I talking about? Seven oh eight like like I said, two man. Counts. We role playing. Yeah. Um I would say eight year old account? I got one That's credit card. I know you can get twenty. I got you can't one. get twenty. I know for a fact you can get twenty. You should be able to get I two or three 20. times that. Easy. So is this maybe 60 oh yeah okay so i'm getting like and this is cash right this is like am i this is cash mm, no these are you can get it you have options you can have a installment loan where it's one check and, and it's, it's consistent payment on that until it's paid off now once that's paid off and it's even when it's before it's paid off if it's current you up to date on your payments it's going to look real good on your credit report 
you know, okay, he's up to date, never had a late, this, that, and the third. And it's, it's your credit mix that really it'll boost your score because now you say you already had two cards. So you might want a $25,000 installment loan and then double down and go get a $25,000 credit card for the same institution. Those are two totally different, um, you know, loan oh. products. Right. And it okay. adds to the credit mix of and it boosts your score. Me personally, I prefer the plastic because I'm not paying on it until I use it. You know, as soon as that's, that comes back to having a plan, if you don't have a plan, and you plan to fail because as soon as you take that cash, most people say, oh, can, you, can it be in cash straight to my bank account? Yes, it can be done. But do you have a plan? Because as soon as that money gets deposited into your account, that clock, and if you don't have a plan, you're going to be in, you know, you're sinking. You're going to swim or sink. So we don't have options. 20 to 60. No, I got you. So we're talking 20 to 60,000. 20. 20 is, uh, that's that's being extremely, somebody did something oh. wrong. Somebody need to be talked to if you only got 20 grand. Hey, that you, kind of history. You talk to me. You talking to me, man. I was kind yeah. of gangster, you know, a couple, you know, 10 years ago. I didn't care. I burned my credit up. So, you know, I'm just coming back. So. You know, on the low end, yeah. 20, on the high end, maybe 60, 80. And this is, is this with a business plan or any type of collateral? No, no business plan. You can get anywhere from the pay. lowest would be 20. That would, you know, get what you need. Do You know, don't don't bite off more than you can chew. The max unsecured, like no docs, no nothing, is, is 250,000. That's rare. I've only seen that twice. You know, I haven't even seen a 250. Ever, I've seen two twenty six, you know, thirty, right there at two ten, and somebody. I've seen two fifty with a combination of business and personal, you know, using your personal to personal guarantee that that business loan. But that's a whole other ball game, you know. Unsecured, no, no, you need no business plan, no collateral, at least with our lenders, no business loan. I mean, no, no business plan, no collateral. Uh, no upfront fees. Pay, uh, yeah, that was my next question. I got to pay any fees before I get the money. So you going I'm gonna give you twenty thousand, but you got to send me five hundred first, like some old scam from India or something. Nah, nah. You gonna nah, scam nah, me like nah, the nah, Indians, a... the people from India? All right, cool. You know better than that. We know. All right. <laughs> so do I gotta provide proof a... of employment. None. No proof of income. Do I, gotta any... do I gotta provide any proof of income? No. Well, gotta, let, me, let me take uh, that back. Let me take that back. Pause right there. Now, you don't okay. have to. 95 of the credit products out there, loan products out there, do not, you know, that we deal with specifically. Because, you know, we just partner with the best lenders for, for your situation. But now, if you need something specific and not too many people blaze down this path and say, hey, um, I haven't seen you before, but uh, can we borrow 60 from you? And uh, unsecured, <laughs> and uh, they like, hold on, brother. Let me make sure, like, and, and it's got a lot to do with your your personal in information, personal uh, identifiable information in your credit reports. So if you file for, if you apply for, let's say, it don't matter what you gave them. I make a, I make a hundred thousand a year when I was trying to buy this house or get this apartment, and they furnished that information, they pushed that information to Equifax or whoever. They could push it to all three, and then you go try to finance a car 
or a work truck to start your business, whatever it may be, and then you tell them, okay, I make 150. That's inconsistencies in what you make and who's your employer. So when it's inconsistent, when you have an inconsistent credit profile, red flag. You're going every time you're going. It's gonna be pending. We'll get back to you within. You know, sometimes it's seven to ten business days. Sometimes it takes a whole thirty. It just depends. But unless you pressing and and can provide, you know, a, a pay stub, proof of employment, proof of income, a W two, something of that matter, they're gonna they're gonna shoot it down because you, it's too many inconsistencies. Now it's understandable if you change jobs and it's, but you you gotta you gotta you, it's gotta all be together. So. 95 to okay. most of them now you don't need proof of but i don't want people to oh well you said nah if if you have inconsistent but that's our job to, to assess your profile and, and see whether or not we need to adjust something or correct something finding errors before pushing you to these lenders because once it's there you know once it's going into underwriting it's it's a wrap so we that's our job to gauge that and say okay well hold on just, just understanding, you know, being able to read that report and say, okay, nah, we need to fix this before we send you over here because if you can't provide this, it's a waste of time. It's a hard inquiry on your credit. It's going to drop three to five points, and it's not worth it. Because if you get more than four inquiries across any bureau, any through any of them, within the last 90 days, that's an automatic turndown. You know, most people don't know that. Right. It looks like you're just applying for credit willy-nilly. So my next question is: Let's say I get some, yeah. Let's say I get yeah desperation. Let's say I um I get some funding, and you know, let's say I get some cash. Let's say I decided, you know, you got me. We end up getting like forty thousand in the funding, and I wanted ten of it cash, right? So that goes into my account. Do I have to pay taxes on that? No, sir. You can't tax a loan. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. I like that. You know, um, no, it's not subject to taxes at all. What other benefits? Um, a good one to me, man. You got a whole year. This plays back into you just quit your job and you ain't going back. I'm done with it. You know, zero percent interest for the first twelve months on a lot of the products, especially the credit cards. That's why I like them the most. But you got, you know. That's that's a lot of them try to oh well we'll give you twenty five hundred five grand you know and it seemed like oh cool now that that's no money you will get zero percent interest for the first twelve months on twenty thirty okay now you talking because now I can take that and do what I need to do over the next three hundred sixty five days and just pay the balance down minus I don't have to worry about interest you know that's a big enough window for you to gain some traction and start producing some passive or, or, or you know, how, however you're producing, you're making that income. You're making more than you're putting out, and you're you gaining. Yeah, because they, um, a lot of these uh, cars, they don't have interest for the first 12 months and stuff, so I got a year to figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, it's an alternative to, to traditional bank lending, you know, bank borrowing. Um. And, you know, and I'm trying to I'm trying to really gauge what I'm like. It's raw, all right. This is this is what it is. You know, in, especially in the public, I can at least say this. Um, it's not a prerequisite. It's not required, but 
it's, it's highly advisable to have a business trust, a family trust. You know, you want to have your stuff situated when you get a hold of this money. You know, the the the, the last, the wrong time to make a fire escape strategy is when the house on fire. You need to have this strategy down before you, you catch this, you know, well, what's my quickest path to the end zone? Not, oh, I caught the ball. Now, who blocking? You know, that, that's not how we play this game. It's, it's not it's not a game. You know, it is a game, but it's not a game when you're on the wrong side of it. So um, having a plan is important, and knowing that it's an alternative to bank loans. And, you know, for example, if you have a trust, then um, stop me if I go too far, man. You know, I don't, you, you know, it can go there. But <laughs> you just have more, you have different options with regards to how you, how, Regardless, it's going to get serviced, but you can go ahead and get a kickstart, a head start on banging your business credit off of your personal if you know what you're doing. And I'm going to stop right there because that's your field. I don't want to, you know, I might pancake more toes than you do if I, you know, I mix those two together and really they're like, oh, wow, oh, wow, wow. You know, I don't want to keep it where we at right now. But, um. Another benefit for me would be for everybody is that these these credit lines are scalable, meaning you might what was the number we said okay forty to sixty for 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 your example profile forty to sixty they gave you off top up front if you service that debt correctly and use it correctly as good debt for six months nine months, especially a year, you can request limit increases, you know, which goes back to me saying, oh, well, why would you want just 20? Unless you need a mix of credit and you already got five, six credit cards with high capacities on them, you know, there's no need to take an installment unless you have a specific need for for your personal needs or I'd rather pay one fixed every month just I know I'm making this much and I'm paying that much and it's being offset. This is my this is my margin, but that really can't be scaled like that. It's it's a, it's a lot harder to do because you know you have to pay this off before they throw you another one. Whereas with a card, you might like one in particular because of its rewards. Or I'm I'm traveling and I'm I'm putting all my expenses on this one, keeping it below my thirty percent debt utilization. But I'm putting expenses on that and racking up a bunch of points so I can travel around now. And me servicing this debt correctly allows me to ask for a limit increase. Or they might even push one. They might for you one. Because you already know how this works, man. It's like, well, you've been responsible with 60. Let's see what you would do with 80, 90, you know consolidate them, put them on, you know, you might have three cards, three different ones with, and you're doing balance transfers and whatnot. And I'm not going to get too deep on that either because now they're trying to, you know, they're against uh, manufactured spending is what it's called. Um, but in in essence, you can grow these lines. So what you get initially is not what you stuck with. It's just it's, it's levels to it. You want to gradually build. So, you know, them being scalable was, was a 
big, big, big plus for me and and, and a lot of the business, especially business owners, um, people looking to start businesses or buy existing businesses or buy into real estate because, okay, well, I can afford to spend 50 on this property with what I have now, but let me go ahead and rehab that. Let me flip that. Let me push that. You know, it's, it's, I did that correctly. Now I can come back and buy either two of those, whatever they're allowed, whatever your limit increase is. Now I can buy two of those, or now I can afford to have more workers or more more equipment, better equipment. You know, you just build from there. And the fact that it's flexible, um, it, it can be used for anything. It's unsecured. You know, you know, it don't matter if you want to go, like I said, grab grab equipment or buy property or even lease sublease property. As long as you're making a profit and you have a a a plan. Now you don't need a business plan to get the money and no collateral, but you need to have one put together before you go and take on this uh responsibility. That that's in essence what I'm saying. And there are also drawbacks to it, you know. As a noble, I gotta tell you, I, I can't tell you about the the sunshine if I don't tell you about the moon, you know, or, or what's gonna happen when the sun go down. So, uh, before you do that, it, it, uh, we got about minute. She just she just told me we got about a minute and a half left in the stream. If you're listening uh, online or anything like that, you definitely want to call in 424-222-5250. Otherwise, in less than a minute, um, you will be kicked off and you'll have to check out the archive. Um, as well as once we start streaming, if you lose connection, you call back, she's going to lie to you and tell you that there's no show scheduled, even though you know that you were just on the show. So I just want to put that out there. I have 60 seconds left on the stream. So 424-222-5250. Go ahead, brother. What's the drawbacks? Um, there aren't many, but first off, if you got a person to guarantee these uh these loans, you have to be responsible. If you are not a responsible individual, you're putting yourself uh in a situation that's gonna be easy to get into at the moment and he- you know, hard as hell to get out of, excuse my friends, you're gonna be up shit creek without a paddle if you do not have a plan because you you're on the hook for it. And you can't use a cosigner in most situations. So if your credit profile does not it does not meet the minimum requirements to to obtain this credit, then you may as well just sit back and build it. You know, have patience. Don't be greedy and and just just have patience. Build it up and and slow work your way to where you're trying to get. And I, another one would be high debt utilization. So if you you need to buy. Mm. You need to buy something for thirty grand, and you got three cards: one for twenty, one for ten, another for ten, and you go max out one. You go max out another one, or you put five on one, five on another, max out the other. You did what you had to do, but that one you maxed out fifty percent debt utilization, meaning you you spend half of your available balance. That does not look good. You know, and you maxed out one. So if you don't service that immediately, cool. If you need to rehab something, cool. Take your time in, in a timely manner, but pay that back. Make sure that's taken care of. Don't don't miss a payment. Make the payments. Don't just abandon it until you finish doing what you got to do because they're going to treat you the same way when you're trying to come get some more credit. Like, nah, we we, look, we see how you, uh, you shit it on Chase. He's my French. But nah, we can't, we can't, we can't ride for that. We we can't allow you to do that to our institution. 
you know. So that high debt utilization will be, and applying for new credit will be what causes them to say, nah, you're relying on credit a little too heavy. You look light in the pockets. You look desperate. You you know, you, you messed your face card up. This, this credit report is nothing more than your face card. You know, people talk about street cred. I got cred, you know, blah, blah, blah. They know me. Nah. Uh, what you look like on paper, that's what's going to get you somewhere, you know. Equally important because, you know, you don't, you know, you only got your, in your word, you know, which is understandable. But if you don't look right on paper, man, nobody care about no street cred. Nobody want to extend no credit to you. Got you. Got you. So how well, about, it, how about it, it's some drawbacks? Let's talk. Let's talk about um, if I were to come to you. Let's say I got a seven hundred eight score. You know, how long mm-hmm. am I looking at before you know I got proper funding? You know, am I looking at two weeks? Am I looking at thirty days? You know, like I said, you know, it's depending on the profile. You know, how long I've had the account, so on and so forth. We understand that. Let's just say, you know, the the, the scenario that we were using, for example. You know, I come through, you say, you know, 20's on the low end, so let's just say I'm going to get 50. How long do you think that's going to take once I start working with you for me to, you know, get that availability of that credit? It depends on the form it comes in. Usually within, it can be as quick as three, you know, 72 hours, and it can take as long as 14 days. It depends. You know, some of these, some of these, Approval processes take longer, but we that's why we we look at the profile and say, okay, uh, there are inconsistencies here. They're gonna shoot this down. Let's not even waste our time putting inquiries on this one, or let's not give them a reason to say, hold on, we need human eyes. It's, it's machines making these decisions most of the time, and then at the end of it all, they have a human to check off on it before they just release money into thin air. You know? Yeah. So it, it can it can range. I've seen some people get funded the same day, you know, next day, FedEx overnight. Like they got sixty, you know. Rarely, like you you got to you got to be a nun in the credit game to get that, but it happens. Never miss a payment. Probably paying the the, the bill off two three days early, a week early, you know. I'm talking about real life though You know That's not really for most people Not most people But you know like you were saying about the cards Credit cards with the rewards and the points You know if you're smart If you have you know you got a credit card that gives you 1% cash back And you're about to go to the grocery store And you got $200 Man if you don't use the credit card Spend that $200 get that cash back And then take that $200 And actually just write a check and go pay the bill or paid online right there. Now that that don't make no sense to me. You know, I think that's part of what you were talking about manufacturing spending. But if you get can get re- certain rewards from these credit cards just for spending money at particular vendors or on particular things like flights, rental cars, grocery stores, gas stations, stuff like that, it is very very smart to use that card to make that purchase, get those rewards or get those points or whatever. And then take the money that you were just going to pay out of pocket and pay off the credit card. And now you're cycling rewards mm-hmm. points. You know, you get free flights every year. You're going to get cash back. 
all types of stuff just by doing things that you're already doing. So that's how I was building my credit in the first place is, you know, I was purchasing groceries and stuff like that on this credit card that I got. And actually, I'm going to be honest, it was a secure card. I had to get them fools $500 before they even gave me a credit card with the $500 limit. But basically, they, they was giving me my own money to use, and then they was charging me interest on my own money. But whatever, this is how you build credit. So what I was doing is I was going to grocery stores and just buying groceries and then gas, and then I kept track of it. And this is the hard part most people miss. Swipe the card, sign the receipt, and then I had to follow through and actually pay the entire statement. I didn't pay the minimum payment. I paid the whole statement. So, therefore, I wasn't paying any interest on the purchase. So, it was just like I paid cash. It was a little roundabout way, but I'm getting uh, points and cash back and stuff like that. So, you know, I would definitely recommend that as well, you know, when it comes when it comes to utilizing your credit. You know, pay the whole, whole statement off. Charge up three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Pay pay the car three hundred dollars. Ain't gonna pay no interest, you know, because it, it didn't hit the billing statement long enough for them to charge you interest. So you know, stuff like that is definitely to keep in mind. You made some valid. Hey, go ahead, man. I, I, I would just want to pause you real quick. You know, don't if you pay it all the way off, it, it might look dormant. So you need to keep something on there. You just buy a pack of gum. Leave something on there so that line is active. You know. Okay. It's like okay with with a dog, you know, he got a, a, a five thousand dollar card and his balance like a dollar you know, every month. You making the minimum payments? You know, I, I wouldn't even suggest minimum payments. Just keep something on there. Don't just don't let it sit. Don't. It's cool to pay it all the way up every now and then. But keep something on it so that ratio of what I'm using to what I have available is so big like okay he's barely he's like a water drop in a bucket versus we don't know if this bucket full or empty because he ain't using it and it could just be an old account reporting you know yep I got you yeah so y'all hear that y'all listen to him don't listen to me when it comes to this credit stuff he's a professional so you know hey um, you make you making some valid points man well, you know, pay pay off ninety percent of the balance. You spend three hundred dollars at the grocery store, you know, spend, uh, pay off two hundred and seventy dollars and leave the thirty on there or something, you know, or something. Yeah, you, you can know, carry a balance. You can carry a balance. This is a small one, you know. It's small, very small, and at the same time, just because you're gonna get rewarded, you know, oh, Disney trips, fifteen percent off, and be like, damn that Disney trip, you know, if Spending that, however much you about to spend, is gonna take you over your your threshold. Thirty. I try to try to keep your debt utilization under thirty percent. You know, because now what you're gonna not be granted in future credit until that gets corrected. You could be there went to Disney two, three times with the amount of money that is now being left on the table because you was thirsty for a Disney trip or whatever it may be. I just you know this is an example, but. If it's going to take you over your debt utilization and it's not going to look good. Oh, pause. One more thing, man. Once you have too much credit out there, it's the such thing as, you know, just like you can be overinsured. You got too much credit. Once everything starts reporting to the bureaus and they see like, ah, okay, he got 15 with Chase 
20 with XYZ, you know, whoever it may be. Uh, they may, especially if your debt utilization gets too high. So, for example, you want your reward so bad, you go run up past 30%. I'm gonna, whatever, I'm gonna put, I'm spending all the money I paid off. You miss, you forget to pay it below, at least below 50% at absolute worst, but try to keep it below 30. So, if you got a $10,000 card, don't put more than three grand on it. But let's say this time you put five on it. You put sixty-five hundred on it. I got. I, I'll be able to pay it off. Blah blah blah. Now, that same bank is going to report that to the credit bureaus. That lending institution is going to report that. So now all the rest of them are looking. It's monkey see, monkey do. Like, oh, hold on. He ran up a high utilization over there. He's looking real desperate. Um, nah. Let's cut this line. So now you thought you had twenty with the other one, but now they see how you handling what you're giving. They cut it down to fifteen. They cut it down to ten. You know, if you get too high, they'll close the whole account. Just based on you know they have their own terms. So you have to have a plan. You have to know what you're doing. But that being a factor, we we off right. Like I mean. I know we we still on, but we off, right? As far as like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just say this, man. Get you a trust. Get, if you yeah, get approved, get get a trust. Like we can have a whole another conversation once you got your family and your business trust. You got your stuff structured right. We can have a whole another conversation, you know. But you know, we we that, I'm gonna just say that that's 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 important. It's not a prerequisite. You can still get your money. Put it to good use. Maybe you need to earn some profit. Take 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 the debt, turn it into profit. Turn make it good debt. Turn use that profit, come back and buy. But because without that, this whole puzzle is incomplete. You're still in the rat race. You're still a hamster on the wheel. You still you still playing the game the hard way instead of the smart way. You know, and this is not a sales tactic or. You know, I don't see shit from a few of my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, it's not, you don't make me a never mind. I'm just saying, I want to see my people doing better. Get your get your, get your your affairs in order. These times are trying right now. And this credit game is about to dry up. It's, it's, don't wait. Don't sit on it. Like, oh, I could do that next month. I could do that next month. Oh, I get to that next week. That's sucker shit. Excuse my friends. That's, you know what I mean? That's loser talk. What you What we put off, we eventually abandon. I'm a right now type of person, like you know, and that's 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 been a gift and a curse for me. But right right now, do it right now. Don't don't put it off. You know, it's it's extremely important. Do it do it. If not for yourself, do it for your children or your unborn children or, or whoever you gonna have to take care of when they can't work for themselves no more. This shit is bigger than you. You know, it's important. And if it ain't about family, I don't know what it's about, you know. So I just wanted to drop that in there. Hey, that's that's real. That's 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 absolutely real. I respect that. Well, man, as we wrap up, man, is there anything else that you want to, you know, that you want to say as we close? We begin to close here. I mean, um, I would at least want to, you know, it's so many things that can be done. Starting businesses, improving your existing business, real estate investment, vehicle financing, home buying, refinance your credit card, debt consolidation. But if you don't have a 680 or better score, and it's not hard to get there, trust me. You got, we got trade lines. We got all kind of stuff we can 
admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, we can get to that. We, we can help you build your profile. That's not an issue. But you need to know the requirements. And we'll run through all that as well. You know, I don't want to, you know, stipulations may apply. Nobody want to hear that shit right now. You know, I'm just keeping it real with a man. Like, I'm tired of seeing our people be misled and just uneducated about what this is and what it can do for them, you know. And I know what platform I'm on, and I don't care who like who don't like it, man. You know, you know. We we we. I, I want to change that. I really want to change that. You know. So that that's pretty much it, man. You know, I can go. We can go over the details in in the private. I don't even. You know, I want them to get the key points. Like this is important. You know, it ain't about. I got. Cash to flex on Instagram, or I have. Yeah, I'm keeping up with the Joneses. Like, if you about that, and you're not about family, then I don't need to call my damn phone. Like, don't uh, excuse my friend. I know it's children listening, man, but keep that shit over there, man. Like, I don't. We don't have time for that, man. We in trying times right now. I see what's coming down the pipeline. We are in highly influential networks and high network networks where we see what's coming before it happens. And right now ain't the time to be bullshitting, worrying about stuff that don't matter. This is important. So, if you feel the same, add me at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. If you don't feel that way, don't even bother. But, you know, take it for what it's worth. Absolutely appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. It's for serious inquiries only. I'm not trying to hear that. Window shopping mentality. And I'm not saying that to be disrespectful to anybody. You know, we all have good intentions, and a lot of us say stuff that, you know, we want to be able to do, but we really know that we can't. I ain't trying to hear that. We all adults, we're grown, not playing that. Maybe your sister plays that. Maybe your boss plays that. Maybe your girl or your man plays that. We ain't playing that. Serious inquiries only. Do not waste our time. Please. And that's for your own respect level. Not really saying that. You know, don't play yourself. Some real stuff right here. And we're really trying to, you know, make a difference and, you know, facilitate change for the positive. So don't don't take up time on some BS that could be devoted to someone who's not on BS. You understand what I'm saying? Just, just show some respect and some consideration. That's all I ask. So with that being said, family, you want to jump off? You want to take a couple calls? How you feeling? I'm whatever, man. Let's, let's let's. I know they got some questions for me, so I'm you know I'm all I'm all I'm this, this charity, man. You know, put the plug them in. All right, you well, know. I'm gonna go straight to Brian from the back. You know, okay, okay. Let him say, you know, let him say if he wants to say what he can say with regards to the topic. You know what I'm saying? But you know, Biggie Brian from the Bay, say what you want, fam. I'm both of y'all brothers doing. Doing well, brother. How you doing? Peace. Good, I'm brother. All right. Peace, peace. We came here to support, and uh, I guess you could say I wanted to uh, make it clear about uh, what this man was saying. Is that, uh, I'm a person that you could say I guess you. Hey, speak say, up a little bit. Fix your, fix your mic, brother. Yeah, fix your oh. mic, family. Can you hear me now? There Perfect. you go. That's better. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm about to say as I'm a person that actually went through the process and still going the process. And the one thing I would tell people off the top, what the man was saying is that 
have a plan and have patience about what you're doing with your plan because a lot of people just want to do stuff quick and you can't even though we're in uh, dire times but you gotta be smart about the moves you make because you just don't want to like the man said you want to make the move but make sure you're cool with the move that you're making you know start the process right but then if it, it once you're in the process if it takes a little bit longer to get where you need to get at then do that and then have a have a plan have an option just you know don't be sitting here thinking like oh i'm gonna get this paper because really that's what it is it's about what you do with it you know what i mean it's these credit cards and stuff it's a it's a it's like a it's like a gift and a curse it's like a it's like a double-sided knife you can use that knife to do good with or use that knife to go around harm everybody in the world with it you know so you could use this this credit game to sit up here and help you get to a better position or you can sit up here and be worrying about where everybody doing and buying stuff that you don't need because that's the whole purpose of it. It's frivolous stuff to keep you occupied instead of having you be on your prize, whatever that is. So, you know, get your mind on that point so you can be able to, you know, be able to plan it, have patience to get to that prize. So, and the only thing I would say is like what he was saying, everything he's saying is, you know, legit but I also tell people to read for yourself you know before you make this move decide to do enough work of understanding before you even talk to some of these people if you are you know if you if you're unsure about it you know because the thing is it's better for you to read and and start understanding the credit on your own kind of so you won't be scared to make these moves because that's the thing is they're going to make you be fearful uh, of your own you know your own name because this is your name and what you decide to do with it or at least the entity name not your name but the entity name that you've been left with so use it don't abuse it and on that I mean what they I can say is like both of these guys are saying you know make the right decisions be about family first and you know don't make those man Toronto said just make sure you on your get your mind right Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's a that's a good testimony as far as you know the process and the mindset required for it. So you know I wasn't going to tell him that you know your business, but I'm glad that you yeah. You know, come I just want you know yeah, yeah. I just wanted people to, you know hear somebody that actually dealt with the man. You know what I mean? Because we've been talking, and the point is before I even came here, I was already knowledgeable of some of this information. So it was cool when you have a knowledge because the biggest thing you could ask him is that he probably know he knew all this information before and some of the people that he dealt with didn't want to make the move because they are being programmed to not take responsibility for themselves as far as trying to understand the process and on top of that they're programmed to be fear of something that they don't know you know that's what it is people are fear of the dark when there's really nothing to be fear of it you know and it's just that you gotta get knowledge from it you know start making the right decisions and make the right moves because that's the biggest thing I'll tell anybody because I'm still you know I'm no well pretty much I'm pretty much doing the process and you know it's all about your effort and what you bring it to the table before you even do that so just make sure you know what you want indeed alright man I'm going to leave your mic open uh, Brian if you want to mute out I'm going to go to the next caller all right, I'm um, you out. Oh, appreciate appreciate that, brother. 
Yeah, appreciate that, man. Definitely. 248-2211. Area code 248. Last four, 2211. Peace. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is uh, Jerome Moore. I'm calling from Detroit. Uh, peace, hey, man, peace, brother. You all right? I, I spoke to uh, Sue a little earlier today, and um, he was able to shed some uh, some light for me on a lot of subjects. But, uh, you know, this is my first time calling in and whatnot. So, um, you know, I, I first want to say thank you. I appreciate y'all, man, because uh, I would be in the dark if it wasn't for the information y'all giving out. Um, but I wanted to ask more specifically in regards to uh, his opinion on AUs, authorized users, as far as trade lines on on, uh, on personal credit. Um, I, I get a lot of, you know, I deal with people kind of in that industry. And some are saying that, you know, they're not as effective as they used to be. Some are saying that, you know, you got to try to get a primary, which is like for me, been a needle in the haystack. Some people are saying that the, the agencies are no longer giving you credit for the the history of the car, they'll just give you that month, or you know, they, it'll, it'll be that from that point forward. Um, but I and some say, you know, you got to have a car with 10 years seasoning and and you know, uh, 20 grand, um, you know, a limit. Others are saying, hey, you know, if you got over two years and you know, you got on time payments on a thousand dollar car, you know, that'll do the job. So if you could just shed a little light on, on AUs, your perspective, um, how they affect your credit, how it helps, how it hurts, what kind of AUs to – I know I'm throwing a lot at you. You know, what kind of AUs to look for possibly, you know, just kind of give me a quick rundown of, of your perspective on AUs. Perfect, perfect. Respect to you for understanding that part and, and doing your homework, first off, first and foremost. You know, I appreciate brothers, who, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters who take the time to understand what these terms mean and what kind of – weight they hold in regards to with regard to your credit report, your you know, your financial statements. To answer that question in a nutshell is them not being as effective as they used to be is a hundred percent true. Their bureaus are catching up. I don't even like calling them bureaus because I give them power. You know, the credit reporting agencies have been it's is artificial intelligence picking up on the fact that a lot of these profiles with age on them are authorized users and they realize that people have been selling them for profit so now they want to see well what can you do on your own we see your big brother can come and knock everybody out but can you bam can, can you squat up you know it's one of those situations don't go call your big brother here we need to see what you, what can you do on your own now for you to get an AU that really will help you it really be beneficial it's probably going to run you you know, a good eight hundred to a thousand dollars because you need some good history on it. You need, you know, for it to report for a good amount of time for you to be able to do what you need to do, you're gonna end up spending eight hundred to a thousand dollars for, let's say, a thirty-one thousand dollar trade line. Good payment history for eight to ten years, eight to twelve years. You know, depending on your age, you don't want to be twenty-five talking about you got a ten-year-old. Who got a credit card at fifteen with that kind of money on it? So. You don't want to throw red flags, and there's people out here doing this without becoming knowledgeable like yourself and like the people I like to deal with who just, give me, 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 everything you can give me, just give me, no, I don't want to deal with them, you know, but I can tell by you genuinely want to know, I would advise, you know, and it's free game, man, you know, you ask, I'm going to tell you, 
I have sources for primaries that will cost you a fraction of what it will cost to add all these AUs and they don't really give you that pool you need. That will give you, you know, five, ten, twelve thousand dollars in revolving lines reporting to all three bureaus, a specific bureau, you know, some some history that that's yours, you know, like a real primary that that serves. It may not be as aged, but it's gonna give you a bigger boost than those AUs would, you know. I hope that uh, you know, kind of. Answer that. No, but just you know, if I didn't, let me know. No, no, absolutely, I, I did a hundred percent. And that that was, that's the thing is that um, differentiating between um those sources, like you said, you got sources. You know, you know, we out here, we, we talk to people, we network. You know, we, I got sources too. But I mean, these sources are they? You know, that's the issue I've been having. But I've been burnt. Like I've been through the. You know, I'd have been through the um, the CPN track. I'd have been through the, the trade line track. I and I didn't, you know, I didn't pay my dues in a sense financially. You know, time after time, people say they can do this, they can do that, this and that, that and this. But you know, the, you know, at this point, shit, half the battle is finding somebody who's real. You know, find, yeah, finding yeah. somebody who actually has the capability that they say they have. Like, it ain't even the money. I mean, it's the money. I'm not a wealthy man by no stretch of the imagination. So it's the money for sure. But it's, you know, after the, after you spend the money, what do you really get? Is it going to report on time? Is it going to report to all three bureaus? You know what I mean? What what does it really, really, you know, yeah. what does it really look like? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just, it's just, you know, about really getting that, that direct path to, to what your goals are. But no, you, you, you definitely, uh, you, you know, you, you definitely asked the question. I'm going to give you the, I'm going to answer it further though. Cause I, I feel where you coming from. I know what it feels like to be in that position. And you know, it's more about helping my people than it is profit for me. So uh, a, a good source for that primary, look up, um, look up my jewelers club. Look them up. My what? My jewelers club. Oh, okay. M Y Jewelers J E W L E R S Club dot com and follow those instructions. Put a hundred dollars worth of you know, jewelry in your in your I got a G shot when I did mine, you know, one hundred and thirty dollars. You're gonna pay ninety nine dollars for that year for the membership. Plus the 130, but you're gonna finance that 130, so it'll be 65 today plus that 99. You finance 30 dollars a month until it's paid off. So with a remaining balance of 65 dollars, you're gonna pay two months 30 dollars those two months, and the last month five dollars. Now you have a five thousand dollar revolving line of credit reporting to all three bureaus, and that gets approved 99 percent of the time. If it doesn't, you probably have fraud alerts on your report. We need to have a whole nother conversation. So we got a direct, you know, line to get those approved. But you can check it out for yourself, you know. I'm like, like I want you to really know. And I'm sorry that you've been, you know, I'm going to apologize for the good ones out here that really want to see you succeed. And and I I was going to keep that kind of in the background just to protect the integrity of what's working for people. But I know where you're coming from, you know. And and I know know how that feels. That that was good that you know I went through the losses because that's how I got to you you know uh, losing is a part of winning you know and, and them losses only lessons so that's how I take it you know I probably wouldn't be on the phone with you now if everybody I ran into kept their word and did what they said they would do <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. so 
I got here, so it's all good. But um, but no, I I, I definitely uh, I definitely appreciate it. You you alluded earlier in the conversation. Um, you you discussed student loans and and you know might be some options out there. Um, I don't know if I took it the wrong way or I, or I might have picked up on something the wrong way, but um, I, I don't expect you to expound on that. But you know, just let me know if I'm off and and, and what I heard, <laughs> maybe I heard it the wrong way. Yeah, hit, nah, it, you hit us in the private, man. Hit, yeah. hit us, you know. Exactly. Add me in okay. that. Welcome to the foundation. I'm, I I would love to, you know, we we can go in on that, and, and probably if you have any of that going on, get it resolved within sixty days. You know, if we apply the right mm-hmm. pressure, but that's something that in the public, I don't think that's a that's I can't do that one. You know. No, I'm not. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, but I appreciate y'all. All right, Likewise, family. Brother. Appreciate you calling appreciate in, Jerome. Have a good one, man. Talk to you soon. Oh, nice to meet you, brother. Appreciate y'all. All right, all right, all right. What we got next? What we got next? What we got next? I saw 804. Yup, 804 4038. 804 4038. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, sir. This is Brother Robert calling from VA. Peace, family. How you doing? Peace, peace. Good, brother. How y'all doing? Peace. Yeah, yeah. Very I appreciate well, everything. I appreciate everything you're doing. I, I pretty much want to echo what the brother just said. On just got on the phone. Just got off the phone. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't been through it too. I didn't try things and uh, been responsible for things and you know some up, some down. And uh, you know, I might not be on here too if I didn't go through some of that negative and. Um, I just got on my Jewelers Club uh, about a month ago, so um, you know, looking yeah, to I do some things. Did it. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Put that five thousand on, and that that boosts me right up. And I had um, I had actually uh, gotten everything. Well, everything was uh, taken off my report, so I didn't have none. But um, as soon as I put that on there, Woo, that, that thing was right on up. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's yes, another sir. one yeah. just like it. Uh, you know, hit us in the private, man. It's another one owned by the same group of, you know, it's, it's a network, man. So it'll yeah. be the same thing yeah. for you, just in a different category. But those are what, that that makes sense to grab versus AUs and people getting burnt. You know, by trade, man, I'm a, I'm a whiz kid. I'm a developer. I do a, I do a lot of things. I'm a brand developer, you know, designer. So gotcha. I jumped into this building a platform for somebody who does this. I know how you got burnt up. I, I was I sat in this guy's office. You know, I keep names confidential, you know, but some of the biggest people in this field, I sat in their offices and watched how they played and I branched off and did it my way, the right way. Even though it's not as profitable as their way, it's not about the money. Man. My 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 face card is worth more than how much I can make up. Damn your money. You know what I mean? Everything about relationship. So, before, I, I'm not going to give you a reason to be like, oh, they shifted me. They did me dirty. Like, who? What? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I know right, where y'all yeah, coming yeah. from. That's why I don't mind sharing certain things, you know. It's not, I'll let you know, like, okay, not nah, private, private. But, at the end of the day, I see how they take advantage. You, you're just a piece of meat to them. Like, ah, ah let me... Bodies, bodies. They they got uh, affiliate agreements, so they getting paid every time you buy something, and they it's all about a transaction. Them the kind of people you don't want to deal with. 
you know? Right. And right. I watched that go on. I watched them eat people alive. They don't care about what kind of interest rates you're about to get hit on. You know, they, they don't care about how soon these payments are going to kick in and you have you don't have a means to, to take care of that. So it's just oh, about yeah. how many can we kill? How many can, you know, I'm killing what I'm eating. How many can we kill? They don't have passive income. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's so... That's so big right there because even what you just did in the you know the few minutes you talked on the show, um, I did not know when I went in. I did not know about having a plan, you know, to to come out on the end with to do the servicing and whatnot. And so uh, you did you know you did more education there in the, in the few minutes that you talked and the you know the the um, you know just the, the minimal things that you said made so much sense that uh, that's just powerful all by itself. I'm glad you benefited from it and appreciate Brother So, Big Brother So, you know, for because for, a lot of this is like, it, it's second nature to me because it, it's what I live, I breathe it, you know. But to pull out right. certain gems and, you know, show you exactly what, you know, this is important. Have a plan. You have to have a plan. Because at the end of the day, yeah. I understand cognitive biases and all that. If you came to Tehran, you came to Tehran and Associates, anything associated with Tehran after your credit is FUBAR, you know, if up beyond all recognition, because you took on this endeavor without the proper knowledge and planning prior to doing so, anything associated with my name, even though it wasn't my fault, you were supposed to educate yourself. Before you jumped in this water But Anything associated with Me and my brand And my affiliates And associates Is going to have a bad taste In your mouth It's going to be a negative connotation Because I'm now in a financial bind Worse off than I was Before I started And Especially if they handle you like If we handled you like The people you dealt with Prior to You know They just wanted the, right. the percentage They just wanted They were just hungry They were leeches you know, so you know, honestly, my name is is worth far more. My my brand is worth far more. So I I need people to know, you know. And plus, I want to help them. I don't want to see you in no jacked up position. I'm doing more harm than good if I'm just out here eating off of everybody and making you buy this and buy like man, that's you know, oh shit. Well, I, can, I, I don't know no other way to I say it. Tell. So, you know, I can tell that you care. You know what I mean? Just just listening to you. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely being in touch. Sounds good, brother. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Robert. Absolutely. Um, you know, make sure you send an email, admin, at welcometothefoundation.com. We'll get to you in the next, you know, 24 to 48 hours. That's usually our turnaround. But um, we look forward to, you know, talking to you soon, family. Thanks for calling in. Okay, thanks. Peace. All right, peace. Hey, hey peace. so can I chime in quick? Yeah, go ahead. One thing I was going to say is this is one thing. The reason why I feel like Tuan wouldn't do that because he can look at you as a person that is going to also use his name to be able to use to your family. So, and plus, you could be a person that can work with him on a different level. Why would you want to burn somebody that might be somebody you can uh, invest with in something else? Because by using the credits and stuff and helping you get where you get at, you might have some money on the other end to be able to go invest in other things that might be associated with soap, it might be associated with Tawana or anybody else. So that's another reason why people soap and these two brothers are not going to burn you because 
if you get to a certain position, then you can make a move to help all of us in general, you know, because we got to start thinking as a collective and, and start utilizing that energy. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's, that's definitely true. You know, you, people don't think of the long term when it comes to business. You know, uh, I went to business uh, high school, also went to a business college. So when it comes down to it, it's all about the customer and the returning customer is king. So having a one-off customer, one-off customer, one-off customer, eventually you're going to run out of immediate customers. So you've exhausted all your family, all your friends, and all the people who are immediately accessible to you in your circle. So therefore you got to go outside that circle. And if your brand is burned up, your name is burned up, it's going to be next to impossible. So the longevity and the sustainability of a business depends on the integrity of the brand and the integrity of the work that those executing the business adhere to. So the brother would not be on my show if he was not a noble and if he was burning people. Because I don't do that and I don't play that. I don't even deal with that energy. I don't want your money. Bye. Because all money ain't good money. And I don't care. You know, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be okay. I, you know, and he he feels the same way as me. So yeah, that's absolutely absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Let's call her. I already brought you in. Two eight seven zero. Peace. How you doing? Two eight seven zero. Five zero seven. Peace. Sorry. <laughs> I'm used to hearing my number, not by the last digit. <laughs> but you I just, to me? Um, I'm just going to say quiet. <laughs> oh, go ahead. How you doing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm used to hearing the first digits. That's why I was like, oh, that was the last digit number. But no, I just wanted to say I've worked with Teron, and he's helped me and my family. Um, I had a horrible credit score, unfortunately, because of student loans. Um, I don't know if he's putting that out there or not, that he actually um, works with other uh, partnerships to help you with your credit as well before you can even get the funding. And it brought my credit score up to 680. I was able to get funding. I had been listening to Soul Show, the foundation, for over a year and, like, had been wanting to get, you know, a trust for my family, a family trust, and, like, really step out there and um, really start building for myself and not working for someone else and just going through funding I was able to um buy a trust and actually really start working to for my family's name and um also he I don't know if he's putting that out there as well but I'm sorry if you're not that I'm also working to get those negative remarks from the credit um places like help getting those removed as well um because of his partnerships with credit repair but um just overall it's just been a really great experience he is really genuine and wanting to help really like he's really a visionary that's how i see it like if you don't have a like i didn't really have a business plan and he helped me with that as well my i told my sister about it she i went to business school my sister did not she didn't even she never went to college and she's about to start a business herself and she knew, she, once I told her I did, she was like, I'm creating a business plan. She lives in the inner city of Chicago. And she was like, I'm a, I, I looked around and saw what's needed in the city and it's laundromats. You know, it's like just different things that she knew the city needed. Uh, I don't want to put all her business plans out there, but she's like, I can start this. I can start that. She realized from talking to me and me helping her, like, 
credit isn't bad. You use that credit to do something better. You use that credit to do something bigger. And the return on that investment is bigger than any small amount of payments that you have to make. It's really, it's really helped people, I know, start businesses and expand on their businesses as well. And I'm just thankful that I even came across them to be able to start to do that myself. For me and my family. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing, Queen. I appreciate that. that. uh, that testimonial just appreciate it definitely thank you very that's much that's all I have to say is that it's, it's, if you if you have a plan it's gonna get you far you don't have like I'm not I'm you know quitting my job soon just having a plan of what you wanna do what's your purpose in life and just being on your own having that having those funds to know that you're about to put this into a business to reap a return and helping people as well. Like I think the most important part is you want to you want to have to help people and be a service to some other people, and it just comes back in return. It's just reciprocated, and that's how I feel. Like that's how it is with him. He is like Tron just really is genuinely wants to help people, and it just gets reciprocated that energy. I yeah, that's all I have to say. Man. Thank you very Beautiful. much Sister, for calling in. Thanks for the testimonial. On the credit as yeah, well as the trust. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Yeah, it was all pleasure. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate y'all. It's an honor to be able to work with a monk. Sounds good. Sounds good. It's a good feeling. All right, y'all. So we're gonna wrap it up. Teron, you got anything else to say? I know we got other callers. It's not gonna happen. We're streaming. It's it's just about to wrap. They're gonna cut us off. So, Teron, you got anything else you want to say on the on the on the back end? Well, we wrap it up. Take it serious. Don't wait. Don't play around with it. You know, anything else, you just highlight us in the private. Add me in there. Welcome to the foundation.com. I appreciate you having me, you know. Hey, thanks for having coming, man. Have an opportunity man. to help my folks, man. Definitely. Definitely. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back. You know. I know. I got something. I'm, yeah, I'll be back. I know. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. Thank you very much. Peace, Brian. I'm going to mute you out. All right, y'all. Thanks for checking out the show. You know, um, looking to bring more and more, you know, guests who can bring, you know, actionable information to another platform. You know, check us out. Welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you want to do a consultation, you want to get into the trustee training, you want to get up with Teron and myself. Definitely email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. And bottom line, I want to say is, you know, there's always alternatives. You know, our minds limit us to, you know, very limiting situations. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, we reconcile ourselves to say, I can't do it. It's not going to happen. So we don't try to. Well, right here, this episode lets you know that there's something that you probably never thought about. You can get funding straight off your credit score. No, no, you know, no uh, business plan. And a lot of times, no, uh, you know, job verification, so on and so forth. But the bottom line is, is we got to keep studying and we got to keep growing and we got to keep our options open and not close off our options by saying I can't or it's not going to happen or something like that. The main thing is you need to switch your mind into saying, how can I? How can I get this done? How can I get this done? How can I make this work? 
And you will be amazed at the results that you're able to produce. With that being said, my name is So L. I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to begin to become successful so you can become successful. Believe, begin, become. Consistency and dedication will get you to this finish line. Doesn't matter how fast you're running, you keep it moving, you're going to make it. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you want to get at us. And once again, welcome to the foundation.com. At the very least, sign up for the email list. Very much appreciate it, and you'll appreciate it as well. So I want to thank my guest, uh, the credit specialist, Toronto, Toronto, and associates. Definitely want to take, thank all the callers, all the new callers, all the old callers, all the callers I wasn't able to get to. I apologize. Tune in next week. I'm going to have a guest, uh, Precious Metals Expert. You know, talk, talk about real money and break it down for you. His name is David Wren, Prosperity Mint. Make sure you tune in. Next week, same time, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Uh, Central, 5 p.m. Pacific. The Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Enjoy yourself. And show love. In the meantime, I'll catch you next week. I appreciate you. Once again, love you. Peace to the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.